How you doing? Uh, welcome back to the show with Todd Robert Anderson. And I have to tell you something. Um, I always panic at the intro because I always think I'm going to fuck up your name. Mm-hmm. Like every single time I panic right beforehand. I'm just like, if I don't have something planned to say, I panic. Do you think you're going to forget my name? Yeah. Or like mix up the names. Like, I don't know. I just panic. Oh, like mix up the three names. Go like Robert Todd. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like what? there's this commercial session runner, you know, he runs audition sessions Uh, for 20 years. I've been auditioning for him. He still calls me Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey, Marty. It's Todd, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) that's funny that's sad though that's pretty sad i'm not even that bad like i remember customers names that come into work oh i'm terrible with names i can i suck at them oh no it takes a few times like i can't remember new servers names that i see frequently there's always someone new (laughs) Uh, anyway yeah it's hard to keep track like my kid has like a, a social life now Hmm. There's always these people in my house, but I can't remember all their damn names. I'm Jaden. Just got just guess Jaden. Yeah, okay. yeah. I feel like it's a common name for kids his age. I could be wrong. What do I know? I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know what the common names. None of the names seem very uh, common to me. Oh nor God. the uh, nor the pronouns. It's all very uh, it's all very new and exciting. Yeah, you know what? I was just having a conversation with somebody, actually two people, about like how there's so many like different pronouns and or pronouns and like um sexual orientation and gender identity and stuff. It was a nice conversation. Well, what, what was the guess? what was the um what was the main thrust um, of the well, conversation? Why why were you talking about that? We, I don't remember what we were talking about to start it off. Oh, you know what? Um, because I was being really nice to this girl at work and we were sitting with one of my coworkers' husbands and, um, he's always there or not always there, but like he comes in frequently enough that we know him by now. So we hang out with him, whatever. And, um, I was being nice to this new girl at work and he was joking that I was hitting on her. I was like, I don't hit on straight people because I don't want to make them uncomfortable. And he's like, oh, so I got to be gay. And then it just like went from that. I was like, what are you talking about? And like, anyway, so it went from that. And um, he was saying how there's like so many, but then the girl was like, but it must feel nice for the people who are being represented to be able to identify as something like what they feel more, um, oh, what's the word? Oh God, I can't think. They just like identify with. So it's nice that some that people have a thing to like call their own, I guess. I don't know. I'm really high right now. Um, <laughs> uh, like it makes sense in my head when I'm trying to say, I just don't know the words. 
No, I see what you're saying. Uh, or it just feels nice to be represented, I guess. Surely, surely, I would imagine so. And if you if you have all these, uh, (laughs) I don't know, feelings about yourself, um, feelings in general that like don't fit into anything, and then suddenly there's a place where they fit in. That's uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice. You could find like others like you and have friends. I don't know. I just think it's cool. It is cool. That's uh, what you're talking about. And and half this country is at war with that. That's so stupid. That's so fucking stupid. Oh no, people are happy. Fuck them. They're not allowed to be happy. Mm-hmm. Eat it here. Mm-hmm. What are the aliens gonna fucking? Destroy? They're different than me, so they need to shut up. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Ron DeSantis, for fighting the evil fight. You fascist yeah. fucker. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't Sorry. understand where I don't understand where these people get all this energy for all this hatred for things that have no effect whatsoever on their personal lives. Yeah, exactly. Like it's and it's not even like it's not a like a bad thing. If it was a bad thing, like if it was making people going go out and like be dicks to other people, then yeah, I see where it shouldn't be a thing, but it's not. Like it's literally harmless to everyone involved and not involved. Amazing. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't uh it doesn't make any sense to be hateful and to find all these uh reasons to be hateful. They do do a good into or not, I'm not gonna say a good job, but certainly an interesting job of reverse engineering their uh bigotry. They always do. It's it's kind of fascinating. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of fascinating, um, I saw a bunch of shit about um, Kanye this morning. Oh, <laughs> Kanye. Did you hear about the uh, the 405 Nazis out here? No. That's part of the reason. Like, I think that was, you know, probably the straw that broke the camel's back on, on Adidas and everybody else. Uh, what happened? Them. Because I didn't, I, I don't know. Well, I, I guess I, mean, I didn't he, get enough he he on one interview you know he's being interviewed by uh right-wing douchebags like Piers morgan and yeah i saw that. that okay so he said in one interview he said anti-semitic shit and then in the next interview when he was questioned about it he doubled down on the anti-semitic shit um and and you know and for anyone who says well it doesn't fucking matter he's just an idiot just ignore him blah 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 We've got, we had a, a Nazis on an overpass over the 405 with a bunch of signs uh, 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 and they were all hiling Hitler. You know, they were doing the Nazi Gross. salute uh, yeah. as cars drove by and their banners said, Kanye is right about the Jews. <laughs> okay. So, so they're yeah, Nazis that- and they are racist. But now they're claiming Kanye. I mean, they can have him. I'm just very uh, well. That like the racism. It's very interesting because you know, in in Los Angeles, the LA City Council is you know under all kinds of uh, fire um, because uh, there were four or three council members and a union leader, uh, and they uh, were. they got an audio recording. Somebody recorded them talking and they were just 
saying racist shit uh, about black people. Um, just like pointedly racist shit, not, you know, like not Tucker Carlson vagary uh, uh, yeah. of racism using words like woke instead. They were saying racist ass shit. Um, and and it, it's pretty shocking. So one of the three has resigned and everybody else is calling for the other two to resign and they're they're refusing to step down. Um, and it's like goes right. The president of the United States is saying they should resign. The governor of California is saying they should resign and they're refusing to resign. And the interesting thing to me about it is they're all Latinx people. They're all Latinx individuals. Dude, so it it's, does- just, it's like in, in the United States is, is actually managed to uh, uh, turn people of color into Nazi bigots as well. It's just, it's bananas, you know? Um, yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. It's, I mean, but it's like, we saw it when Trump was in office. What were those two dingbats <laughs> named those two black ladies, uh, you know, who have an internet presence and. Oh, fuck. Um, Trumpers. Uh, uh, oh, God damn it. I can't remember. I can't even remember. Event. That's how yeah, it it's just it's really interesting how they they can get i mean it's it's like larry elder uh you know the talk show host i mean he's a black guy but he couldn't be more of a racist i've, I've never heard or seen anything like it it's just bizarre it's it really bizarre is. that's fucking weird but you it's can't like you hear my dog barking can you it's fascism people people will if if they perceive this you know, political movement as, as a way to uh, get money and uh, have power, then they'll, they'll kowtow to it, kowtow to it. I mean, you know, all you got to do is watch uh, uh, that Ken Burns documentary (laughs) that, you know, the, the history of the United States and the Holocaust, I think it's called, or the U S and the Holocaust. Um, I just watch that and you'll see how it works. It's just, Yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. It's not necessarily drawn down color lines, I guess. Yeah. Well, I will watch that because I have been loving staying home and knitting and watching stuff. So that's what I've been doing. And I will watch that while I knit. It's very, uh, very depressing. Don't Cool, can't wait. I love being sad. Don't hurt yourself. Uh, It's also horrifying. Great. And and, uh, genuinely disturbing. And then uh, I would say by the time you get to the end of the six and a half hours, um, it's six also first who has that much time. I watched it all. I couldn't stop watching it. It's so good. Really? It's, it, it's a TV series. You know, it's a three part. What's it on? It's just two hours. PBS. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. If you have a PBS app, you can you can uh, stream it. For... I think I do because I used to have, watch shows for the boys on PBS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I highly recommend it. And it's uh, I mean, there's so much that I already knew because I was sort of obsessed with uh, the Holocaust when I was a kid. Um, just because I, it is. It's fascinating. Like, yeah. it's just I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 that, so sorry. It is fascinating. It's horrifying. And that's why I was fascinated by it, because I, I, I just couldn't wrap my mind around the concept of an entire country of people doing this. Right. Uh, exactly. Uh, and oh, my God. 
I couldn't understand. I couldn't under, like as a kid, because they just kind of gloss over the shit in history class, you know? And I was like, well, how the fuck does that, how the fuck does that happen? You know, I mean, you, it's, it, you say Hitler came to power. Okay, great. But how the fuck did that happen? He didn't do it by himself. No. And you look back and you look at the history. It's, it's really, you know, it's so parallel to what we're going through right now. It's, it's, it's genuinely disturbing. Um, I, I think we're on the fast track to becoming the next uh, 1930s Germany, our country. That's fucking gross. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not Putin will beat us to it. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But but um, the the documentary, even though I like, I knew so much of of the reality, and I'd seen you know footage, uh, you know when I was a kid, I had to go find it myself. But it existed. yeah. Um, you know, which is hor- it's horrifying. Um, and finding a lot of those images, like ultimately, you know, freaked me out when I was a kid to the point where it's like, I, I don't want to know anymore. But this documentary fills in a lot of like gaps and there's a lot of details and a lot of personal testimony of survivors and relatives of survivors. And all you all imagine surviving that, like how fuck you would be th- your entire life. Like what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're just supposed to like move on from it like you're supposed to do life you're just like uh what? yeah i don't i don't know like i would have been i mean i don't know i mean for christ's sake i don't know how you survive that and and move on and live but uh i just feel like i would have been so if i had survived that and watched my family be murdered like so many of the survivors did i feel like i had just been revenge uh, obsessed i i would just be hunting Nazis. Like I would have, I, you know, I mean, part of me wanted to, you know, drive to wherever those Nazis on the four or five were and start knocking them off the side of the bridge. You know, I mean, it's like there, there aren't enough people punching Nazis, but the problem is, is it's illegal to punch Nazis. It's perfectly legal for them to heil Hitler on a bridge over the fucking four or five. That's gross. So our constitution in a lot of ways, first and foremost protects the rights of Nazis before uh, anybody else, which is a kind of a flaw. We need to, we need to look at that and just like kind of update that shit. Well, you know, it's, it's like, it's really hard. I mean, it's like, you know, this first amendment stuff and second amendment stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it, it's such a conundrum. Like it really is. Free speech is important. Nobody should, Government shouldn't get to decide what you can and can't say, of course. Uh, but it shouldn't but, be hateful. You know what? Well, Just ban hateful shit. Like, well, it's a like speech that is it spurs violence, you know? Yeah. That kind of hate speech is illegal. Like if you spur oh, violence okay. and you threaten people or, or that that is supposed to be illegal. But then the 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 thing is, is to me. If you're hiling Hitler on a bridge over the 405 and saying Kanye is right about the Jews, that's inciting people to violence. I don't know how it isn't. So yeah, but, exactly. But the, uh, technically, I guess they say no, it's not. It's just people talking. And I'm like, you know, at a certain point, I mean, thank God, you know, at least you know, it's funny too about like Adidas. They did business with the Nazis back in the day. Um, so at least they've come far enough to get rid of Kanye West at this point. But I mean, that's like, you look another, another company that 
like bear you, you ever buy bear aspirin yeah yeah so that company they're the ones who supplied the gas during the holocaust how are you how, or not you but how are like <laughs> what the and there's still a company yeah like, well i mean it's so many corporations were doing business with the nazis i mean right down to coca-cola Coca-Cola was selling soda to the Nazis. They didn't shut them off. What they did was they created a new brand, especially for the Nazis. So the Coca-Cola brand wouldn't be associated with shit that Nazis drink. The name of that soda? Fanta. The Fanta soda line was invented for Nazis. (laughs) You just, you broke my entire heart. Like everything, Ian's going to hear this and he's going to feel this. Like I love Coca-Cola love loved now. And I loved Fanta. Oh my God. I'm like literally going to cry, but I'm also PMSing. So, okay. But my makeup looks up. So maybe I won't cry. Okay. I'm good. I mean, bear has the, the head of the corporation has current head of the corporation has issued apologies uh, about that unfortunate history, but it's sort of like, I don't know. It's we you get involved in the United States are not involved, but like why? Like, and did they know what it was going to? Who? Bayer. Yeah, they were sending them fucking poison gas. Yeah, of course they knew what it was going to. I mean, you're set if you're sending poison gas to Nazis. What do you think they're going to do with it? But that's you know that's the that's us you know. I mean, and we you'll see when you watch the Ken Burns documentary. I mean, we didn't want to get involved in that. We didn't give a fucking shit about the Holocaust. We didn't. We didn't give a shit about Jews. We were turning away Jews who were trying to escape fascist. I believe that. This place is not awesome. Turned them away. And we didn't uh, want to get involved in the war. And, and the majority of our country didn't want to get involved in the war. There, It was a very isolationist time. Just like now. I was just going to say that with Ukraine. Everybody's screaming about don't. Yeah. No war, no war, no war. Uh, And it's like, well, at a certain point, you know, the the problem is, is there's so much disinformation, you know, churned out by Russia. Like, uh, like people are, uh, you know, people on the left, my friends on the left who, you know, argue about that. They're always like, well, you know, there's a lot of Nazis in Ukraine. And I'm like, yeah, well, there's a lot of fucking Nazis everywhere. Yeah, that doesn't mean the other people have to suffer. Like, what yeah, the exactly. fuck? So you should you should let uh, um, Putin run roughshod over the region because there's Nazi militias there? Fuck. I mean... Just go after the Nazis. How about that? Yeah. Ma- oh, my God. not a problem with problem. the Nazis, go after the Nazis. But the, the other thing is, is a lot of this talk about Nazism in Ukraine is probably generated by the Russian you know, disinformation system. So, you know, I don't know how, how you can be so confident, (laughs) but in any event, it just seems like Putin is trying to take over. This is just like, it's just like Hitler. He's just trying to take over the fucking world and he's going to keep going. I mean, this isn't the first time he's done this. Yeah. Uh, And, and, and he's going to keep doing it. And, and, and now we're playing, I I don't care for the way our uh, democratic leadership is handling it. Honestly, because yep. I think we're on the on the you know we're on the verge of nuclear uh, war and we're leaving it all up to Putin. Well, I guess it's up to him. 
And it's like, what are you talking about? Shouldn't be up to the one with the weapons. Yeah. Man, it's got a dark. It's all all a, a terrible mess. But more importantly, domestically to me, we have a Nazi problem here. And we should focus on that before we focus on the Ukraine or sorry, Ukraine's uh, Nazi problem. I grew up calling it the Ukraine. And then at a certain point that became politically incorrect. It's just Ukraine. Because if you call it the Ukraine, I guess that's prejudice in some way. Oh, lesson learned. Yeah, I just, people tell me not to say stuff or just say the right pronouns or whatever. And I just, I can do that. It's easy. It's easy. I I can admit it when I'm wrong. Yeah, (laughs) but I still slip up just like I do with my son's friends. Sometimes they say she and she's a he and that's my fault. You know, just like I accidentally just called Ukraine the Ukraine. It's just like old vernacular slipping out. You have to forgive an old cisgender white 50 year old with a headache and stomach issues. You know, you just got to forgive them. I'm I'm doing my my best. And when I fuck it up, I'm always sorry. Of course, it's not. I don't get that's the interesting thing about the right and pronouns is is uh, they're just they just get hell bent because it's fucking inconvenient. That's all it is. It's a fucking inconvenience. I have to figure that out now. I have to remember who's a they and who's a, you know, it's, it's so hard. It's so Yeah, hard. but it's not even that hard because it's people, not hard. You just and ask them. It's not, that's what I'm saying. It's not a big fucking deal and it's fine to make mistakes. I don't know a single uh, transgender person who's ever gotten mad at me for accidentally using the wrong pronoun, especially <laughs> if I correct myself or they can correct me and I can go, Oh, I apologize. You know? Uh, yeah. Use the right pronoun. I mean, you're, you're allowed to uh, make mistakes and you don't have to feel embarrassed about it, but that's the whole thing about, you know, the bigots of the United States is they hate being bigots. They hate themselves as much as they hate the people they hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't, like if you go, you're a fucking Nazi, they get mad at you. I'm not. How dare you? How dare you call me racist? But you just you just drop like three N bombs. Uh, yeah, they, right. You know, I mean, you're racist. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's a fucking weird thing that, that <laughs> the, the, mo- the most offended they can get is if you call them racist. But then they are. But and they you're are. just like, but you are, though. And it's like, how? I'm like, uh, should I make a list? Yeah. 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 How that's the other thing. How I just, you, you just said a bunch of racist shit. I said, that's racist. And now you're asking me how that's racist. It's like, I, I can't help you. Yeah. You have to do a little work yourself there, guy. Yeah. You got to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And then, and then what they do is they turn to their friends who don't challenge them and go, am I racist? And they go, no, you're not a racist. You know? You just hate black people and uh yeah tell it to everyone. Yeah, tell it to Kanye West. Go cry to Kanye. Yeah, right. I'm sure I'll care. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, Kanye. Out of all the celebrities, why did it have to be him? I loved Kanye. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to love Kanye. Now I'm just like "Mm." never did anything for me, neither did R. Kelly. Yeah, no, fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, it, 
you know, honestly, it's not necessarily my uh, particular genre of music. I will listen and appreciate, but you know, that might be part of it too, that I don't really give a shit about rap music. Yeah, that might be a big part of it. <laughs> I, li- I mean, I like some old rap music. I can, I know all the lyrics to New York, New York by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. All of them. I believe you. And all the lyrics to Greatest Message by the same outfit. Um, you know, and I know all the lyrics to Beat Street by Grandmaster Melly Mel. I know a lot of rap stuff. It's just all from the 70s and 80s. Hey, that's fine. I didn't really get into the the gangster rap thing. I like the gangster rappers more as actors than I do as uh <laughs> I just listen to uh ratchet rap like Megan Thee Stallion <clears throat> and Doja and just like stuff like that. I love it. But I listen to mostly. But I also listen to like other stuff like Remy Wolf and like Ash Nico. I don't a lot of female artists I listen to. <laughs> That's good. That's great. I listen to the college radio station, but they don't play a lot of uh, hip hop. It's mostly rock and pop. There's some pop in there. You know, do they play um, classic rock like Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah, they have a they have a, a wide spectrum uh, of uh, rock music. They play anything from you know anything from the Beatles and Chuck Berry to. Nice. You know, who who's who's popular now? Uh what's that? Harry Styles, you know, they play that shit. And they, yeah. You know, they play all kinds of stuff. There's new music, you know, wet leg. You know, I love wet leg. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> they play the wet leg. And I can't get enough of that wet leg. Um, they're a good time. Um, uh, you know, the black keys, they play the black keys a lot. Yeah, I saw them with Modest Mouse. Oh, I bet that was a good show. It was fucking amazing. Like, I never really liked Blackie, so I didn't really care. But I saw Modest Mouse, and I loved them. And I was just, like, I was, like, in love the entire time. I was, like, nothing can phase me right now. Leave me alone. And and when they were done, I was, like, all right, I can go now. <laughs> but we, <laughs> we stayed uh, for Black Keys, or at least some of it. Yeah, anyway. I like Black Keys. They're good. I, uh, I took, uh, Hill and I took uh, our son and a bunch of his friends to uh, downtown over the weekend so he could see one of his favorite bands or musical acts. I don't know what you call it. Uh, it's called Super Organism. You ever heard of that? Uh, anyway, he went. Uh, it was at the Regent downtown with his friends. Uh, and we got dinner while they were at the show. And, and uh, apparently he got called up on the stage and he like he got to dance with the band. Oh my god, that's so cool! Isn't that great? It's oh my really- god, how pumped was he? So pumped! I don't think I've ever seen him quite that pumped. Yeah, he was super excited. That's definitely like the greatest moment of his life so far. So far, yeah. Well, and and he had his uh, stage debut. Uh, uh, you know, he's been working behind the scenes for years now, but um, he had his uh, on stage debut. He did uh, over the weekend as well. So he had quite a weekend. Yeah. How'd that go? It went great. He uh, had a great time, clearly. The second night, which was the night after his Super Organism concert, he was a little hoarse. Oh, no. So there was a little <laughs> struggle there, which was the night I saw. But he was still really funny. Um, and I mean, he had like in this, it was like a, it's called Puffs. Have you ever heard of this thing? It's like, I don't, I don't, is it a parody? I guess it's a parody of Harry Potter, but it's very 
farcical in nature, I guess, um, you know, very silly take on Harry Potter, but they don't actually say Harry Potter or any of the names of any of the spells or any, you know, it's yeah. all alluded to and there are jokes made about it, but they never actually say, so they don't have to pay JK Rowling uh, anything. <laughs> so, uh, and he played a couple of little parts and he did a great job and he was really funny. And, and one of, he got a, he was the only one who got a, like a applause break in the show. So I'll say that. That's awesome. I'm not boasting about my child being great. He is great. Uh, oh my God. Huh. I would boast about that. Are you fucking kidding me? If it was no. my kid, I'd be like, listen, we're talking about this first. My kid did this. Like, I can't believe you didn't bring it up like earlier. <laughs> well, anyway, he killed it. It was awesome. It was totally fun. So he had quite, he had quite a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of uh, getting on stage, how was your, what, tell me about the standup. Oh, um, I didn't get to go because I was sick and I wasn't allowed to go in case I had COVID. I was like, but I feel fine. Like I texted you in the morning. I was like, I wasn't feeling good. I was like, I think it might be allergies, whatever. Um, later on the day, I was like, Hey, I'm feeling better. Do you care if I still do it? And he's like, I don't want to take any chances. So I didn't get to do it. So I practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. For nothing. But it won't that will there not be another night to do it? Um, he told me there's other shows he can get me on. And I was like, all right, like that's the only thing that made me feel a little bit better. I've been bummed about it. I was bummed for like days about it. No, for probably like a week. And he, and, and people would like ask, I asked, remember Nate who came over and didn't talk at all? Yeah. <laughs> he asked me about it recently, and I was like, Sorry, that sucks. It really does suck. I was so prepared too, and I had a babysitter for the boys and everything. You just made me like want my vape, and now I don't know where it's at. You're coming with me. We're going on a field trip downstairs. All right, yay! Going on a field trip. <laughs> well, that sucks. I'm sorry. Do you think there was any uh, psychological element to you not feeling well in in the morning? Um. So I honestly, it was. I really think it was just allergies and that's why, because I woke up and I had no voice and I like, I was stuffy. I was like, damn it. Cause one of my kids was sick and I was like, maybe I got what he got, but it would have been too soon. Anyway, it was fucking allergies. So I started feeling better during the day and I was like, can I please still do it? They said no, but the good thing is I um, heard it was a disaster. Oh, good. So I didn't have to live with that. I did. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine asked me a long time ago, I'll tell you my disaster stand-up story. Listen. A friend of mine, and I don't do stand-up. I, I mean, I did it back in high school and college, but I stopped not too long after college because I really didn't like the scene. Um, um, but I did my friend like in out here in LA, he was having like a, he was putting a variety show together mm-hmm. this club and like Eagle rock or somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but he was putting, it was like a variety with music and comedy and everything. So he asked me to do like a comedy bit and he had like no control over the club. Nobody was paying any, any fucking attention to oh, anything God. anybody was doing on stage. So I, you know, I did like an eight minute routine and nobody was listening. 
what? zero people. I was just I was just talking to the void. It was Aww. fine. But that would have like, been me, I feel like. Well, you know what? I feel like my jokes would have been better because a lot of people complained about, like, there were jokes about, like, hating women and, like, school shootings. And I, I think there were, like, oh, there were jokes about jerking off and stuff. And, like, a lot of the people were just not gassed about it. Jokes about jerking off? I already and I know what it was. Like I know exactly what joke they're talking about because my friend told it to me before the show, like a couple of days before. <laughs> I know it was him. What was but, it? Do you remember? It's like, it was a whole joke about like um his I think he had like lesbian friends that wanted his sperm and um, he went to the donation center and somehow baby shark came on and now, um, oh God, it was either bestiality or like, yeah, I think it's what it was. He doesn't know if he's into bestiality or not. I don't know what it was. Cause he got off to baby shark. Oh, I see. I see. That's I see. the gist of it. It's not the whole joke and I didn't tell it right at all. So. Right, right. But people didn't like it just because he was talking about spanking it for yeah for a cum donation. Yeah. Yeah. So my jokes were like if like they weren't like I talked about weed, but like that is the extent of like how bad my jokes were. <laughs> Pretty innocent compared to like what I heard. I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I didn't do it because <laughs> I'm. I would have walked out if I would have heard like the school shooting jokes or like hating. What were jokes. the school? What was the angle on school shooting jokes? I have no idea. I didn't hear the joke. I don't like. Nobody knew what the joke was. Um, they just heard that customers were complaining about it, or people that paid for the tickets to go to the show were complaining about it. It's like, I don't know. I don't I don't know any of the jokes. I kind of wish I did, but I was like if honestly if I was there, I probably would have just left before I went on because that's Yeah, it's that offensive. I mean, yeah. yeah. Were any of the comics professional comics or was it all Yeah, I mean, they're like they do stand up and shit. They have shows like they're comedians. They're not like Obviously not like Tom Segura or something. I brought him up. My friend went and saw him this weekend in AC. And somebody got thrown out during the first act. It was like him and his girlfriend were like fighting people on the way out. Um, I think he was like heckling the dude. And then he just kept going. I don't know. He got thrown out. That was dumb. Yeah. Why? Imagine paying for those tickets and then just like missing the whole show. Because some douchebag is heckling. Yeah, I would have gotten mad at him myself. I mean, I n- I never would have paid to see that guy. Uh, I no, no, no. The guy that got thrown out was the heckler. Right. No, I understand that. Oh yeah. Sorry. Of, of, I just I don't think I'd pay to see Segura. Is what I was saying. Oh, I would. But, I think- if I did pay to see somebody and there was a, somebody disrupting it, I'd get pissed off. Mm-hmm. You're saying now? Yeah. Give me a minute. 
must be all the beer. I'd go see that. Uh, who's that guy I saw? I'm going to fuck up his name. I, Nick Swartzen. Just kidding. I am like in love with Nick Swartzen. No, his name is. God damn it. I'm just going to look up stand up. Nick Swartzen, if you ever listen to this podcast, hit me up, babe. <laughs> What's Swartzen up to these days? Is he on a show or something? Am I saying his last name wrong? Nick Swarston? I don't think so. I thought, oh, whatever. Shang Wang. Shang Wang. Have you seen that guy? No. Watch his new Netflix special. It's fucking hilarious. I swear to God. It's the funniest hour of stand-up I've seen in a long time. In a world of Dave Chappelle's be a Shang Wang. That's what I say. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll check him out. I just looked him up. Uh-oh, I lost you. Where are you? I'm here. There you are. <laughs> Sorry. Would you close the, the browser window? took up the whole thing, and I was like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry you didn't do stand-up. That sucks. Yeah, um, I was really excited. Like, I was like, this might be a... Like, I don't... I spent so much time and so much effort into it. And then I just didn't get to do it, even though I should have never texted him that morning. I should have just seen how I felt throughout the day and just said nothing. But yeah, that would have been the way to go. Why don't you just do an open mic night? I don't know. There's got to be some around where you are, aren't there? I have no idea. Are there no comedy clubs in a driving distance? No, not that I know of. Let me see. Because I'm just saying, there's got to be an open mic night somewhere where you can do Like in Philly, you can like throw a stone and you would hit a comedy club. Well, there's one in Nixton. That's close to me. There's one. Oh, Soldiers. We went there. We saw Shane Gillis there. Which is cool. So that's in Pottstown. Oh, these places are pretty close to me. Well, Exton's the closest. So do they have open mic nights? Are there any open mic nights listed on their websites? Usually they do them on Mondays. That's uh, the tradition. Nothing? I'm looking. So uh, we were talking, we were texting about um, horror movies. Yes. You're geared up for Halloween. You've got your Halloween costume. Yeah, I'm going to be Tina Belcher and it's going to be amazing. Like, I literally went shopping. I went, well, first I was too lazy. So I looked up how much it would be on Amazon and Walmart and Target. And it was too much on all of those. So I went to Goodwill and I got a skirt for like $4.50. I found a blue shirt for like 3 bucks. No, I spent like a total of $17 on my costume. Oh, and I got another work shirt that I found there. So that was cool. Cause I have to wear victory shirts for, cause I work at victory. Um, and then I got some stuff on Amazon, like little accessories, but yeah, I'm, I'm so pumped. I asked to work on Halloween because we get to dress up and I have nothing else to do. So <laughs> who, who is this person you're going as? I don't even know who that is. Do you ever watch Bob's burgers? I've seen it. You know, the tall, the oldest daughter, she wears like the blue t-shirt and the blue skirt. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, that's who that um, is. Yeah, so I already have the wig and the um, glasses. I'll send you a picture of me like dressed as her before. I want to. Um, I want to go as the uh, ginger guy in Friday the Fourteenth Part Three. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna do it? Well, if I can find. I don't know if I can find the right stuff because, you know, he's very, he's dressed very 80s. I have a pair of khakis, but I need like a obnoxious yellow shirt. Look on um, like Mercari or something. But I also need, I need some kind of sign or pin or uh, something that says I stayed at the bar or maybe like gingers stay at the bar. Let's see. Because he's one of the only characters who survived. Jason, he didn't get killed by Jason. Oh he's shit! Like, it's one of the only. It's the final girl and him are the only two people who survived Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, and the reason he survives is he stays at the bar. Smart man. Everybody says I gotta go home and go to bed, and he goes fuck that. I'm gonna stay here and drink, and everybody gets killed, and you never see him again. He's just at the bar. <laughs> that would That's- be me. Oh my god, I'm gonna live in a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> Stay at the bar. Just stay at the bar. Anytime it's time to go home, folks, stay in here. I've seen Friday the 13th. Just kidding. I haven't seen that yet. I also never saw the original Hellraiser. So last night was like the, the first time I saw Hellraiser. Oh, you got to see the original. I know. It's so fucking. What is up with that chompy guy? Is he in the first one too? Um, There are Cenobites in the first one, like like the new one. Uh, and then one of them's chompy, but it, it's not, they're not exactly the same. That kind of weirded me out, but then it was kind of funny after a while because it was just like one of those like wind up toys that just go. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that <laughs> guy in the scary at all. <laughs> well, the first one, is, I mean, I like the new Hellraiser, um, you know, but I, I like I'm coming from the wrong perspective because I've seen all the Hellraiser movies. And if you if once you get past the first three, the first one's actually genuinely, I think, one of the best horror movies ever made. Um, but, you know, and the sequels over the top and super gory and that's fine. And the third one is ridiculous, but entertaining. Uh, and then the fourth one's terrible. Uh, they it, it was the last Hellraiser that got a theatrical release, um, but it was an Alan Smithy film. You know that Alan Smithy thing? Nope. Let me Google. Well, Alan Smithy, just so you know, when you go you Google Alan Smithy, it'll be interesting, but he he's not real. Oh, Alan Smithy is pseudonym. Alan Smithy is the name that people put on movies when they leave the project. They take their name off the project. Then it was directed by Alan Smithy. Like uh So like, what do you do if you like made one of those films and it was like freaking awesome and you and you want to come back and claim it? Like, are you allowed to do that? I, I, I don't think Alan Smithy's made anything that's awesome. I mean, there, there's a reason people take their names off these things. They're bad movies. Um, I like bad movies. Well, I do, too. I will watch Supernova anytime, which was directed <laughs> by Walter Hill, but is credited to Alan Smithy or somebody. There's another <laughs> either Alan Smithy or another guy. There's another fake name. I can't remember because like people started catching on to Alan Smithy. So they had to make up a new fake director. And then that became 
but anyway, there's actually a documentary called an Alan Smithy film, uh, which you can look up and it kind of goes through the history of all the, the Alan Smithy projects. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, of course I'll watch that. Let's get Harry. It's another Alan Smithy film that I'll watch whenever, which is about uh, a bunch of guys uh, going to uh, Vietnam or South America or somewhere where uh, their friend, Mark Harmon has been uh, taken captive and they go rescue him and Robert Duvall's in it and all this stuff. But um, whoever it was who directed, it was like, uh, uh-uh, Alan Smithy, does. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Oh, what if that's like a real name? You know what? I need to look it up. I'm sure it's a real name. Um, yeah. The question is, is uh, like somebody, if somebody's smart, they'll say they're Alan Smithy and then start demanding residuals from all the old Alan Smith Smithy projects. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so I like, and you, did you see, uh, uh, the thing about Hellraiser is once you get past that last theatrical one, which is bad. Then they're all low budge, straight to video things. Yeah. And and they're all, it's all, um, I can't remember who had the rights, but whoever had the rights to Hellraiser, they were just making these movies so they could hang on to the rights because they would have reverted back to Clive Barker if they don't produce a movie. So a lot of the movies that they, the Hellraiser sequels they made, they made like really fast, really cheap, put them out so they could just say, we still have the rights to Hellraiser. Why you're being so protective of that, I don't know. But it's intellectual property they wanted to hang on to. So they would take scripts that weren't Hellraiser scripts. And in some cases had no, like weren't even horror scripts. And then they jam Pinhead and the Cenobites into the proceedings. So they're often quite slow. They often don't make very much sense. Uh, and you know, and and but then Pinhead shows up for a second. You're supposed to go, oh, great. Um, but I do like the one with Dean Winter because I really like Dean Winter. I think he's very, uh, you know, who Dean Winter is right. Yeah. No. I don't you know, know the you is. know the um, insurance commercials with the guy Mayhem. Don't let Mayhem. Oh my god, I fucking love him. He yeah. plays um, Dennis on Thirty Rock. Yes, and he was uh, he was uh, one of the inmates on the show Oz, which uh, yeah. my yeah. wife and I were obsessed with. Um, but he's in Hellraiser, Hellseeker, and it's like all the other Hellraiser straight to video movies. It's obviously they wrote some other movie, <laughs> then they jammed Hellraiser into it. But Dean Winter's like the lead, so it really it it works for me because I like the guy. That's all. Oh my god, I fucking love him, dude. Oh my god, I gotta tell you this. I'm sorry, I just got really excited. So Ian decided to watch Thirty Rock from the beginning, and I've already done that like five thousand times because I love it. I'm just I'm Liz Lemon basically, and anytime, um, well, I always call Ian Dummy, and that's what he always calls her in Thirty dummy. Rock, yeah. Dummy. And I, I don't know. I'm just like so excited. I'm going to watch that too. I need to make a list. God damn it. Yeah. Or just look up Dean Winter on IMDb and you can. Oh, I love some, him. Pick some movies out of there. Yeah. He's, he's a lot of fun. And his brother, him and his brother were both on Oz. I never watched Oz. Well, if you like Dean Winter, for Christ's sake, watch Oz. I'm telling you. You have okay. HBO, right? Yeah. Yep. 
you have HBO Max? Isn't Oz yes. on there? Isn't all HBO stuff on there? If it's not, that's a crime and wrong. Yeah, I can watch it on HBO Max. There you go. Yeah, watch it. It's really entertaining. It's it's a it's set in a like completely ridiculously fictionalized prison. It's like an experimental prison wing. That's okay. what Oz is. You know, where they have like, you know, the cells are like glass walls, you know, and it's it's sort of ridiculous. But it's uh it's like a soap opera in a prison, like with all the horrible things that would happen in prison. My wife really liked it because there's a lot of dick in it, and uh <laughs> she, she likes dick in her entertainment. Uh and there's like, no I'm me really- too. I love that. It's well, rare. Oz is Oz is one of the first ones that we found. I mean, I think it's more common now. Like in R-rated comedies now, like the dick is the joke. That's the they'll they'll have a, a dick in the movie as a joke. You know, like in the eighties, there were boobs. Someone would show their boobs as like a punchline. I, I never really thought it was funny, but I enjoyed seeing boobs. Yeah. Um, and and now like the dicks are the punchline. Uh, and dicks are, I think, are actually funnier than boobs just like as they are i mean dicks are weirder looking you know than boobs so naturally funnier so it makes more sense to have naked dick as your joke than boobs but all i'm saying is oz was one of the first ones we found where like even on hbo which you know they could do whatever it was always naked ladies it was never yeah um but oz is uh, you know and they do get in some naked ladies here and there um, like you know, because they gotta, uh, <laughs> yeah. But the, and then and they hired like porn stars too to to play like you know featured background dudes. There's one porn star guy who's like all tatted out. He's like this like stocky, super muscly, but he was a porn guy, and his dick was gigantic. And he's always they were always throwing him into solitary, and they throw you into solitary in this show naked. Everybody had to go into solitary naked. So you get to see, I'm pretty sure you get to see Dean Winter naked. Uh, I know you see Chris Maloney naked a lot. Um, on, on. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> I love him. Well, yeah, if you love Chris Maloney and you haven't watched Oz, he, I don't think he, he doesn't show up until, I, I, he may not show up till the second season, but. I don't give a does, shit, I'm watching it now. He shows up, like, not right away, but. Hang out. He's fucking good. He's actually really scary. Uh, his character, but also, and and there's this character Beecher, who's played by ah, fucking blanking on his name. Another actor I really like. I always forget his name. Anyway, the guy who plays Beecher and and the guy that um, Law and Order SVU dude plays. They're like lovers, and it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm and then, excited. And then, you know J.K. Simmons. Yes. He's in that, and he plays the head of the Nazis, the prison Nazis. Ah, no, no, no! I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, ugh, you hate him, but he's so he's so evil and so good in this part. J.K. Simmons <laughs> is just amazing on Oz. I mean, that this show is what launched, I think, all these guys that I'm talking about right now. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess it is a really old show. Yeah, that like at the time that they were all new. Yeah, and and Harold. It was like ninety seven, I think it said. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Harold Perrineau is in it. 
um, all kinds of people. They, like the only established actors that like some character actors who play politicians. There's a guy, you know, who always looks like he's sick or has bad allergies to me, but he works all the time. And then Ernie Hudson plays the, you know, the warden. Um, yeah, it's a good, it's such a good cast. It's so well acted. And even like in the later seasons where it tends to get a little bit silly, like the soap opera element gets yeah. a little over the top, it's still wildly entertaining. And, and they do do like when they're going over the top with the soap opera stuff, it's to make you go no and freak out at the end of the episode. And it's, it's good. I mean, they did, there's some fucked up shit on that show. I don't know if I can handle it. I stopped watching Sons of Anarchy when Tara died because I was like, nope, I can't take any more heartache. I, she was my favorite character and how dare they? Yeah. You know, Mark Margolis, you know that guy? Yeah. Uh, from Breaking Bad and stuff. You know, the guy with the yeah. He's on it too. And uh, he has a really good run on that show. And the, the shit that happens to, I mean, he's another Nazi, but the shit that happens to him is so fucked up. Ah, it's good. I, I recommend it. But it can't, it can be violent, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a prison. There's, there's stabbings and, you know. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you. I want you to watch it. Okay. It's intense, but I'm telling you, you'll, you'll like it. Okay. I'll watch it. I need someone else to watch. I finished Modern Family. I'm caught up on Handmaid's Tale. This is, it's basically Modern Family in prison. That's what Oz is. Oh, okay. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same exact thing, just in a prison. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll love it. Uh <laughs> So you saw uh, uh, the Halloween uh, ends? Yeah, it was stupid. And I was stoned and watched it. And it should have been the best movie I've ever seen. But I was like, it sucks. And why did you think it sucked? It just, the whole storyline was stupid. So I don't, I just didn't like the storyline. I just thought it was stupid. And from what I remember of it, it just was not great. My biggest problem, my biggest problem with it is it's, you know, because I, I have a number of friends who are, you know, go against the majority on this one and they think it's, you know, one of the best Halloween movies, you know, outside of the first one. And I'm like, but the, but the problem is, is it's more like Halloween three than it is a Mike Myers Halloween movie, because there's not a lot of Mike Myers in it. He's almost completely absent until the end. Um, I've like, for me, I like wanted like, like extra scenes where at least they showed you Mike Myers, like wandering around trying to find the movie. Um, I felt like he was, he was somewhere knocking on doors. Like have I'm looking for the movie. Have you, <laughs> have you seen my movie? I just, it, and it wasn't to me, it wasn't a slasher film. Um, you know, and I'll watch it again eventually. And maybe I'll be like, Oh, I, I get it. Maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset, but it feels like it was sort of a stealth, what they're calling these days, they call a elevated horror, whatever, you know, that means, um, sort of literary horror, a lot of words, talky, talky, a lot of relationship building, a lot of, you know, like, uh, like, you know, like the witch or Midsommar, those kind of movies where you hang out and you learn a lot about the characters and their relationships before anything horrible happens. That um, sounds, I mean, I get it because it's more tragic when they die, but. 
Well, yeah, and 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 elevated horror can work. Uh, not neither Midsommar nor the other one I mentioned I liked very much. I tend not to like uh, elevated horror. It's too slow. I think it's too slow. I go to horror movies to see horror shit, not necessarily. And to me, like you can develop these characters and the relationships through the action with the threat. You don't have to yeah. read the threat and have them figure other things out and then bring the threat in later. And then you're scared. It's like, yeah, but you, there's another character, even though you don't necessarily want to see a lot of Mike Myers in the beginning of the movie, you, you got to know he's there. Yeah. He's, he's a character that you're also building um, every time you do another one of these Halloween movies. And it's just like, for me, he was just on the back burner. It was about, Laurie Strode. It was about Jamie Lee Curtis and not about which, you know, the first one is to a degree, but it's about her being stalked by a fucking psycho. Um, whereas this one just like, what is happening? Where's the psycho? To be fair, Jamie Lee D did say in the last one that evil dies tonight. So maybe he died that night and now he's not scary anymore. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. That's and, the and, whole joke of the movie. Yeah. I nailed it. But sure. But it, like, regardless <laughs> of whether it's good or bad, it doesn't really matter. I think that the, the for this, it was the same thing that happened with Halloween three. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but it's not, it doesn't have Mike Myers. in. It. It's, a, <laughs> it's a totally different story about totally other things that just happens to also take place at Halloween. That's it. That was, Oh thing. wait, no, I think I did see that. It's like like this evil company run by Irish uh, warlocks. Uh, you know they're they're aiming to kill all the children. By they sell masks and it, I'm pretty sure I saw that. In any I would event, have to see it again to be like, yeah, I definitely saw it. People were so angry at it because there was no fucking Mike Myers. You know, they said Halloween three and the first two Halloweens had Mike Myers, and they're like, where the fuck is Mike Myers? This is bullshit. And yeah. I was amused by Halloween three because it was a kind of amusing, however silly, you know, horror movie. But uh, the new one, I've, that's how I felt. I felt like I've been tricked. You, 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 you stealthed in a, a elevated horror movie instead of the slasher film that I paid to see. Yeah. So that's why people are pissed. And I think it's totally understandable to be mad you you were sold one thing i mean it's a fucking franchise about a mike myers stabbing people yeah and, and then that's not what you get with halloween ends it's almost it's almost like a they're like wanted to spank the audience for wanting to watch such trash i don't know <laughs> sure that's funny. But thank God we've got Terrifier too, because that 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 made me happy seeing that thing. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. Wait, Have let me see. see. Good. You can see you can you can stream Terrifier um now. Um I, horror I think, splatter. I think we had to watch it with commercials, but it, it's not oh no, I'm not watching this. I'm sorry. Nope. Because it it's gonna make you puke. No, no, not even that. It's just I watched it when I was a kid and I know how cliche it is to be like afraid of clowns and I'm not afraid of normal clowns, but I'm not watching this <laughs> unless I'm like hella drunk and I will forget it the next day. All I'm saying is it's a really good slasher movie 
and it's totally disgusting. But and it's not. I will consider work. it just because you said that. But I yeah, watch it. I want you to know how special it is. <laughs> well, you know, it's not for everybody. It's super gross. It's super gross. I mean, the first one's really gross, but the second one is unbelievably disgusting. And the second one is two hours and 40 minutes long, which is amazing. It's like the longest slasher movie ever. Um, <laughs> but it's totally entertaining for all two hours and 40 minutes and scary. And it's funny, too, uh, but super gross. Super gross. Like, they, it became a theatrical hit. Like it, it, I think it, it comes out on Screenbox. It'll stream on Screenbox on Halloween, starting on Halloween. Okay. Uh, but they like d- we're doing a limited run, and it got such word of mouth. And one of the things is I think it was bloodydisgusting.com like reported that people were saying they were fainting and <laughs> they were fainting and That's puking. So gross. And so when I heard that people were fainting and puking, I'm like yeah where do i go here we go so hill and i went like on a school night we went to a 10 30 p.m showing of this movie we're like out till one because it's so fucking long um but damn we were uh we were pleased it was so gross i don't know i can't do gross there's one part involving mashed potatoes that really oh my god really really tipped the scales but it didn't make me puke I, you know it didn't or it did no ah. it didn't i would i i was gross but like when gross stuff happens i'm like ah oh you know I, i'm vocal i don't i don't <laughs> i think if you like try to keep it inside then that's when you're gonna bark. yeah as opposed to going I'm just oh, like, oh god like <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, exactly. yeah i just like I cover everything because I don't even want to hear it. I cover my ears. <laughs> no, it's real over the top. I enjoyed it. Anyway, here we are at the end of the, the end of your show. I guess. Aww. Been an hour. I know. My can't hear my dog barking. Yes, I hear your dog barking. Jesus, Jeez. woman, shut up. She need a walk. No, she needs that our neighbor is outside. Our neighbor oh. that lives across the street who is outside all day, all the time. She needs to bark at him. Mm-hmm. Well, she's, maybe he's an asshole. No, he's very nice. Do you know, well, maybe there's something you don't know. Maybe. Never trust a person that dogs don't trust. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Keep an eye on that neighbor. Yeah, right. Oh, that's gonna be my sign off. Don't trust a person a dog doesn't trust. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs>